drama in my life. I just want all of my bros to shine, yeah. You be trying to take me out of light. They can move me, I just clean too bright, yeah. Grind, grind, grind. I stay grind, grind. Grind, grind. I stay grind, grind. Grind, grind. I stay grind, grind. Welcome, welcome, we're back. Episode 27, the No Clue Podcast. I can't believe we made it that far. I know, right? It's been, <clears throat> it's been a while. Doesn't seem like it, but yeah. Right. Time flies. I'm one yeah. of your hosts. I'm Mike. And I'm Tyler. As <sighs> usual, we're here. We're back. We're trying to get consistent with the scheduling. Yeah. We're trying we're to figure it that. out. Yeah. Just uh, subscribe so you can see when the new ones come out anyway. So you don't have to worry about our scheduling errors yeah. and problems. Um, hey, Amari Cooper got that first touchdown. Yeah, he, he looks pretty good. Uh, I'm keeping a little bit of an eye on the game. Titans look weird. I don't know how I feel about them. <laughs> what? Leaning, leaning, weird, bad, not weird, good. Right. I was about to say, how could it be weird, good? Explain. They got Why lucky. They they got lucky with a couple calls. Their offense looks just stiff. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. They they don't look that physical either, to be honest. Right. Granted, granted, Dallas is a better team than some people think, but. Still, I think Tennessee is kind of should be a little bit better than people think. Should be, but uh, I don't have anything to say about them really. Um, yeah, let's get the football out the way. What else we got for football? Well, Redskins got spanked. That was that was tough because they were leading the division, so uh, they needed that one. But it's not too bad because I think Giants and Eagles had bye weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dallas, you know, if Dallas loses, the Redskins will be all right. Right. Uh, Kansas City keeps rolling. Of course. Um, uh, Drew Brees uh, put on a show. Indeed. Chargers keep rolling. Also, the the top quarterbacks dueled. It was pretty exciting. Yeah. It was kind of a letdown. I I I expected more of a shootout. Right. That's what I was going to say. I heard it wasn't as um everything people wanted it to be. Yeah, it just the second half wasn't very explosive. The Patriots kind of just outplayed. It wasn't even really Brady because most of their touchdowns were rushing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it was it was a strange game. <laughs> Why did Chicago beat Buffalo like that? Well, Buffalo's one of the worst teams in the league. I know they didn't have to. Buffalo has no. Them. They have no quarterback right now. Who is their quarterback? Well, uh, Josh Allen, I believe. No. One of the know. one of the rookies. Oh, let me see. Oh. Who's oh, the one? Pe- uh, Peterman played this game. Oh yeah, no! Allen is there. He was. Uh, yeah, he's hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah, Peterman is is shouldn't be playing in the National Football League. I don't know what's going on with that. He had 189 yards total. 
Um, you know what I saw today? Um, Cam is actually statistically playing better than he did his MVP year. Yeah, they're they're playing really well. That's wild. I didn't know that. It's because his completion percentage is up. I always, every time I read any criticism of him, it was that he was inaccurate. Right. So now that he's completing, I, I think it's some, somewhere around 65% of his passes. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Before it was in the upper 50s, which is like pretty terrible. Right. So, I mean, I mean they look really good too. McCaffrey looks explosive. <clears throat> and he's got actually he surprisingly has people to throw to which I didn't think he did but yeah I mean Olsen is still doing his thing too, yeah that, did you see the, the touchdown catch he had yeah whew yeah man he's still the man only pro athletes can make plays like that that's fucking crazy I know I feel like he slept on a little bit cause like I think cause other tight ends are playing really good it's cause it's Kelsey really is well. tearing it up right now yeah, Kelsey's a beast. He is, and everybody in in uh, Kansas City is tearing it up. <laughs> right. Mahomes <laughs> will throw. Mahomes will throw like a five yard pass, and it'll turn out to be like forty yards because nobody could catch Tyreek Hill. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, watching yeah. him run, he literally looks faster than everybody else. He does. Like it, head it and shoulders fake. faster. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a video game or something. Like you turn the turbo sliders up, he just like yeah. boosts ahead of everyone. Yeah. It's you really crazy. Get that rhythm on Madden where you already pass everyone and then no one can catch you after that. They kinda have that like boost almost. Yeah, exactly. I, I know what you feel. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um Yeah, man. Football's kinda Light, as it, as it's that light. weird moment right now in football where it's like the middle of the season. Yeah. So like, like standings change week to week, but there's not that huge impact because all the teams are still within a game of, of or two of each other. Mm-hmm. And football is a little different where you kind of know the bad teams. You you know the Raiders are suck. You know the Forty ers suck. The who am I missing? The Buffalo, obviously. New York Giants and Jets. And the Jets. Yes. I want to point out uh, Sam Darnold had a wonderful four interception performance. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> he looked right. awful. He looked. Oh my God, he looked terrible. Yeah. And this, and shockingly, they lost by seven points. I know, right? They had numerous chances to come back at the end of the game, and he just kept throwing pick after pick after pick. Again, as we said before, and they still are criticizing the Saquon Barkley pick. Like, yeah, look what's going on with the rookie quarterback. Yeah, not a, none, none, of, none them, of them are great. Yeah, none of them are setting the world on fire. None of them could help the Giants, to me. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's tough that like everybody's blaming Eli, but they really can't replace him with anything right now. I know. I, I and I don't want to. I mean, I mean, Kaepernick is an option, but I don't think I think Kaepernick would be okay for them. For them, but I don't know how he'd be for everybody else. Only because they have Saquon, would I think Kaepernick would be okay because he could throw short passes. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have to air it out with Saquon. 
the way he's been catching and playing. I mean, it's hard to play bad with him out there. Eli figures it out, though. For sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's it. You keep, you don't keep up with hockey, huh? No, it's early. Hockey is just kind of – I know the Capitals, uh, they started the season okay. Yeah, a bit like of a games in. Yeah, a bit of a hang a bit of a championship hangover. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, hockey's the season's really long. Yeah. Similar to basketball, you really can't figure anything out until 20, 30, 40 games in. Yeah, and it's tougher cuz it's not as televised. Yeah. Cuz you can catch three basketball games on in a It's also it's also in hockey one guy can't really take over. Right. Like he could contribute everywhere and be everywhere, but it, like, you know, in basketball, a guy could just take over by himself. Right. So it's a little different. All right. <clears throat> on to basketball? Yeah. Well, what's been going on? What, what What have you noticed the last few days? Um, <laughs> let's, let's start with the, let's start with the Lakers, man. I feel like the Lakers are the ultimate topic in uh nba this year um probably one of the biggest like as a team one of the biggest topics i could remember honestly yep. other than like the warriors but they win every year so um <laughs> they got destroyed and i i know yep. the ending score doesn't look like they got destroyed but if they you got watch, destroyed they got destroyed right if you really watch the game and you or even if you followed it they got destroyed because headlines were already coming out in the first quarter. Um, LeBron and JaVale McGee didn't play the fourth quarter. Is that right? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I remember LeBron sat out a, like pretty much the fourth quarter. JaVale McGee only had 17 minutes. Hmm. Um, without Kawhi, Toronto did this. Um, Ibaka had 34 Went 14, yeah, what do you have? Twenty in the first quarter. Yeah, made his first 15, fourteen shots. Is that right? Or fifteen? I don't know. Fifteen. Um, what do you think about this? You know, it's crazy to me. <clears throat> this kind of happened to the Cavs last year at the start of the year. Remember, they were like pretty bad. Um, the first yeah. maybe like ten games. Yeah, they were like maybe three and seven or four and six or something, and and I, I think these Lakers are kind of in the same boat. I think they'll get hot. I think they'll they'll catch like a, a moment in their schedule when they play a bunch of bad teams, but it just doesn't seem like LeBron is is taking it that seriously. I feel. The are you know? Are you noticing that? Like, it just kind of seems like he's on cruise control right now. Um. Yeah, to an extent, yeah. Yeah. He's so, it just seems like he's too focused on getting the chemistry going, getting the other guys, like, comfortable. That, you know, at times, he, maybe he needs to put him, put them on his back, and he chooses not to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's tough. Yeah, that, that point, for sure, I think that... Um... I do think LeBron listens to criticism, even though he says he doesn't. I definitely think he does. And I think that one of the biggest 
um, critiques on him is that where you know when he leaves the team, he decimates their roster. He you know decimates the the franchise. Uh, yeah, the whole franchise and the playing style because he's so much of the offense when he's there. And I think he's trying hard not to be so much of the offense on this team. And it seems like I, I think I said this on the um, on a podcast before the whole. Uh, if I want to have fun, I'll play with LeBron. If I want to win, I'll play with Kobe thing that Bird said. Yeah. It seems like LeBron is having fun playing, but it doesn't seem like he's trying to win every game. Which, I'm not... I believe he is trying to win, but he's not trying hard enough, obviously. It doesn't look like he's trying hard to win. Because I haven't seen him, you know, take a crazy amount of shots, like, out of desperation to win the game. Like other greats would do. Yeah. I mean, LeBron took. I mean, he took twelve shots, his last game. Even if it was the first half, that he even if he only played the first half, if you're down by thirty in the first quarter, I would think you would at least get. He would at least try to take twelve shots just in that quarter. To try to bring him back at least. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. What's frustrating to me is like he's kind of on cruise control but he's still not giving much effort on defense no so last year he had the excuse of you know he had the ball every time he's making every play he's trying not to do that yet he's still not giving full effort right Uh, like i don't understand where the disconnect is i don't know if maybe i'm just tripping or and that maybe it's something with the system Maybe he's just, you know, not right. But from the looks of it, it just seems like he's out there trying to, like, take it easy and figure it out slowly. No, it definitely does. Definitely does. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's it's just kind of weird. It's weird in general. But, I mean, he's, take, he's playing a lot of time. And to me, he's... For some, He's not taking enough shots to me. For to, to be LeBron, to be the best player on the team, yeah. he's not taking enough shots. I mean, when they lost to Portland, he only took 16 shots. Like, how do you do that in a loss? And you're LeBron. Go 9 for 16, you're only going to make 9 baskets? Now, I'm not saying... I mean, obviously, he could just play bad or he could just get locked down, which, you know, not LeBron, but... You would think he would do more. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he's trying to win every game with all his heart and soul. Like No, yeah. I agree with you. I would think a best player would do. Which I, which I can't say, you know, I guess because we're in the moment, I can't say that um, that's out of the ordinary for LeBron because I can't look back and look at his shots from, like, past years. But um, it just it does definitely seem that it's different this year. Mm-hmm. He also he also has been known the last couple of years to, you know, take advantage of how long the NBA season really is. Right. He you has. could you could tell some of his teams because they're you know his the expectation is to win a championship. They don't really there's really no pressure to be great in the regular season. Mm-hmm. At least for him, I don't know how you know the other guys and the Lakers feel about it, but. 
Well, I mean, I think he's always. Um, I mean, you got to make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I think they will. Yeah, but I mean, does he want to play Golden State first in the playoffs? Well, I don't. Th- I I don't think they'll be the eighth seed. I, I, now, what I'm saying is if, based on how they're playing now. Yeah, you know, if like if they're higher. playing in another 10, 15 games, they're playing the same way. Then when you're bringing this up, I'm I'm having a different reaction to it. Right. But I I said it before the year. I just I'm not gonna give up on LeBron prematurely. Right. Yeah, I feel you. It it is early. You can't bet against LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what other... does this mean for the Raptors, though? I mean... And Kawhi. I mean, the the Raptors did a good job. They beat the Wizards uh, early in the year without Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, considering how the Wizards playing, I don't know how much that's saying. Not much. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> threw me off no i just think i I just think they're 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 a group that's been together and the thing is Kawhi and danny green come in and for all the issues Kawhi is like known for now Mm -hmm. as basketball players i think it's an easy like fit you know because derozan leaves and Kawhi kind of has a similar game where, you know, he's a better version of DeRozan because he could do everything else. But it's kind of the same, like, transition to where he's getting shots on certain spots and he's getting isos or mismatches in certain areas. So I, I don't think the new coach, they didn't have that much, you know, things to change. So it's just a natural transition to this year. Well, <clears throat> I don't think I think it's different because, and I've said this before, and like I said, I think I I might sound like a hater, but to me, I've always felt that Kawhi was a role player who became a star on San Antonio. Yeah. And DeRozan has never been a role player. He's always been a go-to guy on the Raptors. So now Lowry is leading the league in assists, the most assists he's ever had at this stage. And he's being able to actually facilitate more because Kawhi is a better off-the-ball player than DeRozan. You know, he couldn't do, you know, most of DeRozan's shots, well, a lot of his points come from him one-on-one and guys just not being able to guard him in mid-range. That's his game. He does a lot of moves, and, you know, you don't get a lot of assists playing with DeRozan. No. You do with Kawhi. Kawhi is a better catch-and-shoot shooter. He could stand on the wing. Lowry can drive and kick, and Kawhi can hit that. Um, he's a good pick and roll switch guy. He does that well. Um, he he can create more mismatches because he's stronger than a lot of two guards that would be guarding DeRozan. So with that, I think the transition to me was more for Lowry because Lowry doesn't have to be like a second scorer anymore. He can be mostly a facilitator who just gets points sometimes. And um, Kawhi can be the main scorer. They got Danny Green. They got all these other role players they've had that um, it seems more balanced, I think, because of how good Kawhi plays off the ball. That's that's what it looks like to me. And even when Kawhi's not there, because he's so good off the ball, they can replace him easily because you just get another guy who plays off the ball. Replacing DeRozan is a lot harder because 
how you replace someone you could just hand the ball to and everyone get out the way, you know, who yeah. had to score like that. If he's out, you can't do that with Danny Green or you can't do that with CJ Miles. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's what um, them doing that, them separating the two was better for better for both teams, actually, because at least someone's playing on San Antonio. <laughs> and then, you know, the Raptors look good, man. They look really good. I'm impressed with the Raptors. I really am. Yeah, they 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 look really comfortable right now. Yeah. Like uh, over under sixty wins, you think? Over sixty? I'll give them over, slightly over. What do you think? Um, I think over too. I think they're gonna just play well the whole year. Just because it's it's just a group that's been together so long, and Kawhi is only going to get better and better. I think if he's there. Well, <laughs> as, yeah. Assuming he's going to be there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's not. If he gets hurt, that sixty wins may go out the window. Yeah, no, no, they, no. They're they're they not the Lakers like that, but yeah, for sure. I feel you though. What about um? So uh, Philly got spanked last night by uh, Deloading and Company. How do we explain that? <laughs> I, I said it, man. Philly, I've said it before on the podcast. I think Philadelphia's a little bit overrated. The roster is quite flawed. It is, yeah. And, man, Fultz, they need to let Fultz go, man. It's cool that the, you know they got his back and everything, but nah, it, it's time. It's time. It didn't work out. <laughs> I I really think that um them holding Fultz's hand is really hurting them. Cause the two guards had twenty points each on Fultz. How long? How long do you think they'll trust him to get better? He has this year, I think. He has the whole year? Oh, oh, oh. You mean this year how long? Um, yeah, I think he'll be here the whole year. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, he's the number one pick. I would I would assume they have that much faith. Because the other thing is, at this point, I don't know what team would take him. Like, why would I, what would I give for Fultz now when, when I see how he's playing right now? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, off season I could see, you know, let, let me trade for him and then we could groom him until next season. But I'm not gonna take him right now how he's playing. You've gotta be really desperate or trying to get, you know, cap space for a free agent or something. Um what do you think about the seventy sixers? Yeah, man, I just think the roster is awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of have, they almost have a team built for LeBron in a way mm-hmm. where all their role players are kind of three and D guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just this awkward mix of like a discount LeBron at point guard, uh, a ball dominant center who's starting to, you know, look stiff because he's dominating the ball more and more. Right. And it's just a weird mix where there's just the touches aren't quite spread out as evenly as they should be. 
And uh, I think Brett Brown also has to be held accountable. Yeah, man. And, you know, I think he has to prove that um, it wasn't Lloyd Pierce, the coach of the Hawks, that people are saying was the mastermind behind them last year. Yeah. He has to prove himself that, you know, he can do it by himself. Um, I I agree, though, man. And, you know, we said it last podcast. I, I said I think Embiid is becoming really ball dominant. And is it looks like it. The team is not spreading the ball very well. And you, as well as assist men can help you, you can't have only one person who gets a lot of assists, you know? Simmons is like the only really good passer on the team. Yeah, the rest of those guys just like kind of fit whatever spot they are. Right. And then, you know, McConnell comes in. By the time he comes in, he doesn't have anyone to pass it to. Shockingly, McCollum has been there, one of their bright spots, at least last year. Right. And that's sad. <laughs> Very. <laughs> yeah, they have the other kid now, though, from um, Wichita State, I think. Yeah, Landry Shamit, kind of the tall dude. He's, mm. he's pretty, I haven't he's gotten. Well. I haven't gotten a chance to see him yet. I don't think. He's still not passing the ball well. Um, this this last game they had sixteen assists to Brooklyn's twenty seven. Yeah, that's that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. Um, yeah, yeah, they're different, man. It's strange. It is strange. But um, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Long season. I do think they'll make a trade, though. 100%. I don't know if it'll be Fultz, but someone will be traded on... Uh, they'll make a big trade or a big signing, I think. If you had to speculate, assuming it's not Fultz, who was your, who's your, who's your best guess? Um... Uh, the um, Sarich. I think they'll trade Sarich. Yeah, I can see that. Sarich and or Covington. I would think and. Both very movable pieces. Yeah. And I think Sarich is, has played well, so I think he has some stock. I think they could get something for Sarich and Covington. Both pretty young. Both, you know, been playing well as of late. Right. Um. Yeah, I'd let them go. I mean, I think that's who they would let go. And maybe even McConnell, too. He might be thrown, thrown in there, too. Um, I think he's easily replaceable, honestly. But he has been playing well. But I think he he reminds me a little bit of um Del Vadova's role on Yeah, I see what you mean. Time. Yeah. They traded Del Vadova, and it was like he was never there. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, man. Real quick, back to the Lakers real fast. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Tyson Chandler pickup? I think it's nice. I, I really do. I think he's not going to play a lot. He doesn't need to, but I think he's just going to come in there and make their defense a little bit better. I think so, too. He's kind of a smarter JaVale McGee, and he's not going to try to do the same dumb shit that McGee tries to do. Right. And... And he's a good leader too, defensive mm-hmm. leader. He talks well. Um, I might be looking deep into it, but remember the beginning of the year when they said Ingram would be playing the four, 
and LeBron will run some five. Yeah. Them picking up Tyson Chandler, to me, proves that they're throwing that out the window. Because they were using, like, you know, the smaller guys, Kuzma at the five, whatever. Mm-hmm. Recently, they've been doing that when um, McGee comes out the game. Now they're like, you know what, man, we can't do that anymore. We need a backup center. And I think that's why they're picking up Chandler, because they realize that that's not working. That small man backup Yeah, I, I think that that plan was only for really Golden State, you know? Yeah. But I think they tried, I mean, I think they tried it against a lot of teams. Because there's other teams who can go, um, who go small. Uh, and they played the Rockets. They tried that with the Rockets a little bit. But we saw how that worked out. We saw what happened that game. Yeah, not not well. <laughs> yeah, and there was other circumstances that game. Uh, yeah, well, San Antonio too kind of plays small. Sometimes they go Aldridge at the five, but Kuzma can't check Aldridge either. So, um, I like. I'm curious to see what they do with Tyson. I like Tyson. I've always been a Tyson fan. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the Cavs real quick. Is there a lot to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number one. You talking about the Larry Drew situation? No, that's the that's the least amount to talk about. Number one, Corver. They promised Corver that they would trade him if LeBron left. Corver is still on the Cavs. He's upset that they um, did not follow up with their promise. So he's demanding a trade. And Kyle Corver's demanding a trade, you said? <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, we got to make the details clear for the, for the listeners. <laughs> yes, he, he alleges that the Cavs um, promised to trade him if... LeBron left the team. Like I guess I don't know if that was in his contract or they just told him that if LeBron leaves. I, I you know, doubt that was in his contract. I, hey, I don't know. That's Coach, insanity. Coach LeBron might be. <laughs> That's insanity. LeBron, you know GM LeBron. Um. So, uh, you know they they didn't do it. So now he's saying you know he he wants out of there. Uh. He has one year left on his contract. I guess he could get bought out. So, what do you think? What do you think about that situation? I don't know, man. I think LeBron was extending his career. Now he's gone, and Corver's trying to, like, uh, test the market. There's no use for him in Cleveland. Right. So, is he get, like you said, is he gets bought out or and, and – you know, I'm sure some of the top tier teams would sign him. Milwaukee could use him. You know, yeah. there's there's a bunch of other teams who could who could use him. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me if the Lakers scooped him up. <laughs> That's the rumor that he just wants to follow LeBron around. James Jones all over again. Right. What's Maybe. the problem? I, I James Jones won championships. <laughs> yeah. 
LeBron, LeBron's legacy was fire until James Jones retired. LeBron's been losing ever since. I know, right? And James Jones is out here, you know, making, being a businessman. Yeah, running the Suns. Right. <laughs> Into the ground. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. just <laughs> thinking that. <laughs> the other, nah, he's the other, all right. He's doing okay. <clears throat> yeah, he is. He is. Let me stop hating. I like James Jones. The other news is your boy Colin Sexton. He, he looks good. He's a little, you know, he's, he's a raw prospect. Well, he does kind of play like a aggressive, like 2K, like just created player. I told you, he's Patrick Beverly. That's his ceiling. He, I, man, his ceil- that hurts. That's his, ce- that's his ceiling. That you hurts. See you see, you're it, right. You're right. I, I'll <laughs> say right off the bat, um, Trey Young looks like you know head and shoulders better than him. <laughs> Yeah, they don't look like they were in the same draft <laughs> to me. <laughs> they, yeah, they're not in the same like league skill wise. Remember in the draft where they were trying to figure out who should go first between them two? Whew, man. And uh, it's, um, it's I just I like Sexton, man. I think he's gonna stick around for a long time. Wait, there's wait. You got to hear the report. Cavaliers vets report. reportedly say. Rookie Colin Sexton doesn't know how to play, in quotation marks, know how to play. Um, <laughs> I'll read this this short uh, write-up. Leave, it's Colin. Me- <laughs> Request a buyout in ASAP. Doesn't it's know becoming- how to play. Hold on, listen. Okay. It's becoming increasingly clear that when you hear a Cavs veteran talk about younger players not knowing their role or knowing how to win or what to do on the court, they mean Sexton. Throughout the organization, the line on Sexton is that he does not, in quotations, know how to play. At one point during Saturday's game, veteran starting point guard George Hill told Sexton he'd teach him how to play defense. Only there is little confidence in the locker room that Sexton will listen to him. Remember when I wrote during the preseason that Cavs players love Sexton? Well, that was true then. They don't think he's a bad guy now. Uh... They know he's 19 and he only played one year of college ball. They think he's still, they think he's a nice kid, but they see his deficiencies. They know he's going to be on the court and they're discouraged when, after their losses, he doesn't seem bothered by them. <laughs> uh, a- just, just so the listeners know, my jaw is pretty much dropped. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. What, where do you get? Where is this source? What is this? <laughs> this is NBC Sports that are reading Whoa, okay, this. Okay, this is serious. I'll give you that. Um, this is from the Cavs, the Athletic. I guess is the. I don't know if that's a. Um, I don't know what that is, but okay. report from the you. Athletic. I guess it's a news. It's a site. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't say the author either, but. Yeah, this is NBC Sports, and the score are reporting this. So. Um. Yeah, the score I know, but uh, he, wow. I mean, it's always. T- I just. I don't know how true all of that stuff is. So, uh, it's hard for me to make a judge call, but it just. It doesn't seem like 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 I said, he's raw, but uh, you know what I see him maybe turning out to be and this would be you know maybe a stretch because you said his ceiling is patrick beverly 
But at the same time, it's kind of in the same ballpark. I think Chris Dunn. Okay. So you think he'll leave and be better? I don't know if he has to leave. I just think he has to, you know, play a few years. I think Dunn was awful his rookie year, and then he was just as bad his second year. Uh, But I think it looks like the transition was what made him better, but I think he was on pace to be a better player. Okay. I think Sexton could be in the same boat. Mm, Okay. I'm not mad at your thought process. I'm yeah, I just, I, I just, Dunn is not like a world breaker or anything, but he's a solid player. Right. He's starting to prove, you know, in Chicago that he's a, he belongs in the NBA. Right. So I think Sexton could be in the same boat. It's tough, but yeah, Trey Young is a different story. Right. Uh, okay. And lastly, <clears throat> uh, this is the third Cavs point. Jr. Yeah, JR is out of control. <laughs> Henny's on full display. He's being benched. Um, when they asked him about... Uh, when asked if he wants to be traded, he said, yeah. They know they don't want me here. So they obviously know. Uh, yeah, so he's saying he wants to get traded. And I don't think... Is he getting fined? I think he got fined he 10K, fined. or he won't. Yeah, it says he won't be fined for trade comment, says Adam Silver. Could have been for 10K, but they, Adam Silver said no. I guess because he didn't literally say, I want to be traded. Wow. Uh, Man, you know, it makes these guys look so much more sad because it's, it's starting to seem like LeBron was keeping their uh, careers afloat. And that brings me to my next topic. Great segue. Um, someone in my family reached out to uh, my dad about this. So this isn't my thought process, and I didn't come up with this topic. But I thought, I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. No one has had a bigger impact leaving a team than LeBron James, he says. Someone says. And... Apparently, other people agree with them, right? So, this is not just a crazy family member of mine. Um, I look, and I looked it up, and some people do feel that way that LeBron's impact is so large that when he leaves the team, it decimates the team because of his impact, not because of the roster or because of you know the team play. It's just LeBron has so much impact that when he leaves the team, they're always trash. And that it happened with the Cavs, Miami, and the Cavs again. It's also tough because LeBron has left and, you know, he's moved more than some of the other superstar players. Right. I mean, Minnesota is just now coming out of uh, losing KG. I know. You know and what I mean? They were, they were awful for eight, nine years. Right. There's other teams. New York, after the 90s. I mean, they were atrocious. Right. The Knickerbockers were a joke. Yeah, well, I I mean, you know, it's one. It's about the one player, though. Not just the 90s. Just one player leaving. Patrick Ewing, yeah. <laughs> right, you're right. And to a lesser degree, uh, the GOAT. Uh, what's his name? Spreewell. 
<laughs> the goat. He was a New York goat, as far as I'm concerned. He was a bucket. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm playing, but it's just, man. I think I think people overreact to how how much of an impact LeBron has because he's left on several different occasions. Right. I mean, you think about it. We didn't. The like the Lakers are tough because they're like a historic franchise, but at the end of Kobe's career and the first year or two after Kobe, the Lakers were a, a disaster. The worst team in the West. <laughs> and the people people Kobe. ignored it because Kobe was having a a farewell tour, and you know he it's Kobe Bryant, so how you not go pay him? But I mean. At the end of the day, the Lakers are garbage. Kobe was only playing like a half of the game, and they yeah. were better than he was when he left. Kawhi right now is playing more than Kobe was, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And when Kobe left, even from not play, only playing half the game, they went straight to the bottom. Right. Um, and I, I just, I think every, I think every team, if you take their best player off, they're trash. I shouldn't say best player, but a superstar like that. Um, and if they don't have another superstar, another thing I think people miss with LeBron is that they also lost Kyrie when LeBron left. Not the same mm-hmm. year, but everyone they traded for Kyrie is gone. Yeah, they got nothing for Kyrie at, yep. when LeBron left. Um, you know, is Clarkson and uh, Larry Nance really? The equivalent to losing Kyrie Absolutely and Isaiah not. Thomas. Yeah, so, I mean, I think if Isaiah Thomas was still Boston Isaiah Thomas right now on the Cavs, they obviously would be better than they are. And if Love played more than just the three games he's played or whatever he's played. um, Yeah, man, I, I thought it was kind of crazy, too. Cause I, and I use KG, too. Took, they're still trash. Like you said, they're just now getting good. Yeah, it took them ten years. It took them what eleven years, right? First time they playoffs was that's unbelievable. Yeah, if you had told me, if you had told me, you know, oh, the Wizards are gonna lose John Wall and they're gonna be irrelevant for a decade, I would have fucking like slapped you. I would have been so mad. Right, and and that happens with like you said, every franchise that loses a franchise player. Yeah, and and then um, the other question is, well, how do they get as bad as LeBron's teams? But Miami was making the playoffs when LeBron left. Yeah, Miami the next year, I think, missed by a couple games, and then the year after they made it. Yeah, and Bosh missed that year, right? Right. Yeah, so, you know, if you take two players off a team, obviously you're going to be trash. But if you take, I think if it was still Wade and Bosh, the same Wade and Bosh that Lost in the finals. Oh, Miami was, probably would have been fighting in the conference finals a couple times. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I. That's how I felt too. Yeah. Man. So it's it's hard to. Yeah. It's hard. I don't like that point. I don't want to make that an absolute because it's just. It happens in every case. It does in every case. Every case. So to I say mean, that LeBron has a significantly deeper impact, I think is over overestimated. Take Anthony Davis off the Pelicans right now. What would they be? Oh my God! <laughs> Take Greek Freak off the Bucks. What would they be? Oh my God! Orlando. <laughs> That's you're looking at Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Even 
even when Durant left OKC, they dropped. They it weren't trash. I mean, they still made the playoffs with Oladipo, but they dropped. They weren't, you know, a contender anymore right yeah. away. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, someone else recently. I guess I can't think of anybody. I mean, what has Chicago been since the GOAT left? D-Rose? D-Rose had a, <laughs> uh, what, like a three-year run? Yeah. And that was yeah. it? And I mean, yeah, for sure. That's it. And how many years has it been since uh, Michael <laughs> retired? 20? Yeah. Come on, man. Trash. Like, it's, it's, uh, it, it happens everywhere. It does, for sure. Sure. Um, yeah, it's I, people. I do think I don't know if it's because social media or because video games, but I do think LeBron gets the most um, hype when it comes to like his off the not off the court, but um, like not, not watching the game. LeBron gets more hype than anybody that I've ever seen. Like without watching his games, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you know like what I think it is. The game, yeah. You know what I what? think it is. Like, so if you look at it, Jordan, and he lived in a different time where it wasn't, you know, social media and internet and all that. Mm-hmm. So, but if you think about it, Jordan kind of dominated basketball, and that was kind of his thing. Like he dominated basketball, and like shoes would come when it comes to basketball. And then, you know, it was whatever, you know, Space Jam was a basketball movie. Mm-hmm. But that was it. LeBron, LeBron's like, a, <clears throat> he's in everything. You know right. what I mean? He's an influencer in every department. He, he has an influence on, you know, what Kendrick releases. And Drake. Yeah, so it's like... Did, did Drake l- ask him, uh, should he release a... Yeah, a, yeah, reply right, right. Tea? Yeah. It's just I think LeBron is and it's it's hard to say but I think LeBron is a bigger brand than Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like I think LeBron is in the current time of basketball he's just more famous than Jordan is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not because he's a better basketball player because he's not. Right. But I just think he's in more he just he's just marketed more. He's he's the greatest marketed basketball. Yeah, he's player. more of a presence. He's a huge presence in everything, every aspect of life, almost. Him and Shaq are probably the greatest. Yeah, brands. yeah, Shaq is another one. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, he's in everything, man. I mean, who? How many NBA players have their own talk show right. on HBO <laughs> ever? Like, and you know, he is part of the reason the Beats got big. That was part of him, right? He also, um, yeah, he also knows what he's doing financially. Uh, what's the pizza place that blew up? Blaze? Yeah, I love that place. <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, man, it's he just he does a lot of good things. He's just a smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's why I, I was on his side when uh, the, the Phil Jackson thing turned out, the little posse issue. Yeah, because like I could call LeBron's friends as posse just to be funny. <laughs> I got you. Crazy. I got you. Yeah, 
it was crazy. But I can see why upset. specifically he would get offended by it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. We don't need to deep dive it. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I don't want to get too deep into it. But yeah, I gotta say, man, I've been I'm I've been meaning to bring it up, and this is kind of off different topic. Uh-huh. But I, I've been I've been searching for years for a new nomination for favorite player in the NBA. Yeah. Because for D Wade was my my guy for years. Right. And, and D Wade was kind of my start to the NBA. And this is his last go round. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean he hasn't been my favorite player for a while just because you know he hasn't been playing too much. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really been able to find because I love you know John Wall and Beal, but they're not really. I have issues with the way they play. Yeah, if you like the team, it's really hard to have a favorite player on a team you like. Yeah, because you you micro you break down everything he does. Right, and so. you watch every game because like right. Yeah, go ahead. But uh, yeah, man, I think I found the guy. Who is it? Uh, would you highlight factory? Highlight Factory. I think he he's a low key Highlight Factory though. Like you wouldn't guess that right away when I say the name. Undersized <laughs> guard. Oh, undersized guard. Who? Tearing tearing up the league right now. They're not winning too many games, but <laughs> just say it. Ooh. Kemba Walker. Dude. Okay. He's, I like that. He's. I'm not mad at that. Uh, he just, man, watching his highlights and watching just him play, I, I got to see, uh, Charlotte. Who did they blow out a couple days ago? Um, I can't remember, but they did. They yeah, they, playing well. they killed somebody a couple days ago, and man, he didn't, he didn't have, yeah, maybe he had like 18, 20 points, but. Chicago. Chicago. Well, it doesn't surprise me. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, dude, he is so exciting. Yeah, he is. It's insane how he, he he just seems a little bit shiftier than everybody else out there. Yeah, for sure. And his he's so shifty that at times, man, he makes a move and like everybody looks lost except him. Yeah, I think we talked before. He's underrated for best handles. In the oh, league. oh, we for did. sure. We did talk about it because remember we were saying. Um, I think did we make a list? I think we made a short list. I think we just kind of talked about it. Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't know if we came out with like specific list, but we I were saying um, we said that Kyrie had the best, but I I said that Kimba has the best, um, most practical best handles. Like his handles, he does his handles for a reason. Yeah. And then Kyrie does a lot of his handles for flash. Yeah. But all Kimba's handles with are for for buckets. <laughs> Kimba will make a move on you because he's trying to make a bucket, not because he's just playing with you, like Kyrie does. And I think that's underrated. Kimba is the man, man. I've, I love Dude, Kimba he's must, since college. I'm, if you're, and it sucks because he's in Charlotte, and like Charlotte doesn't really get covered much. And I mean, have they been on TV yet? I I, I don't so. think so. Yeah, and I doubt they will be anytime soon. And if it is, it'll be once or twice. Right. Um, but yeah, he's must see. He's a, right along with Westbrook and LeBron and all those guys. Man, he's right there with them. Yeah, he's. I mean, I don't think he's any less must see than Kyrie. I really don't. Yeah, completely agree. And I think honestly, 
I think he's a better. I think he's a better player than Kyrie. He's a lot he's more like, efficient with. I mean, it goes back to the handles that you were saying, but just yeah. with all his movements, he's a lot more efficient than Kyrie to me. He is. I, I think he's. I don't. I don't think he's more valuable than Kyrie, but right. I think he's a better player. Yeah, I got you. He's a better passer. He's a better leader. That kind of stuff. He's you know. He's also, and you wouldn't different. think this, but he's more durable than Kyrie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because he doesn't do. He doesn't go to the basket and fall all over the place like Kyrie does. Yeah. You know, he, like you said, he, he's efficient. He makes efficient moves and he takes efficient shots. He doesn't take a lot of bad shots. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I wanted to throw it out there. Kemba is. Is something something to see for sure. He is. I really he's hope they make the player. playoffs. I really do. Even if it's an eighth seed, I just want to see him in there, see them on TV a couple times. I agree. I really would like to see them get somebody. I would. I think Kimba deserves to have another player. Like a, Marvin Williams doesn't qualify. Gilchrist was uh, Kid Gilchrist was leading the league in blocks for a little while. Why did they draft him with the second pick? Yeah, Kentucky man. Wasn't Bradley Beal the third pick? I I want to say so. so. Can you I imagine Beal... Brad? How much better it would be for Kemba if he had Bradley Beal? They'd be better than the Wizards. <laughs> Well, I'm not gonna get into that argument. I'll let you. I'll let you go with that one. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm. I'm trying to think. Was Bradley that year? It might have been. I, I'm, I'm pretty really sure. I, I just remember the order: Kid Gilchrist and Beal. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 2012, yeah. I believe. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, we're getting we're getting off topic. <laughs> I mean. We're, I'm done with the NBA talk. We can get off topic. Yeah, uh, I gotta say, Detroit is still playing pretty well. So shout out to them for not, you know, fucking up like I predicted right away. But I think there's there's still plenty of time. So they've only played one game, right? This week, they they look good today though. Who are they playing today? Uh, who are they playing today? Oh, the oh, Heat. Yeah. Oh, and they lost actually. Well. Well, screw it. I take it back. They fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> OT, though. OT. Yeah, yeah. You know what? By the way, before I forget, dude, Josh Richardson has been cooking. Yeah, man. Nobody cares and nobody will care. And we've been saying, everybody who watches NBA in detail will tell you, Josh Richardson is a fucking player. He is. He really is. He plays really hard all the and that's what I've said it about Miami all the time. They just play harder than everybody else. Yeah. Everyone who plays leaves it all on the floor, except for Whiteside. Everybody else on the team leaves it all on the floor every night. <laughs> and Richardson definitely does. I mean, he's great I, culture I over there, man. If I was out in Miami, I'd be going to games all the time, just because I really like how they play. I do too. I definitely do. Um. Uh-huh. Why is Wade out? It says injured head. What happened to his head? I don't know, but he was actually playing pretty well for a bit. Yeah, he has been playing well. I saw he had a little 20-point night. He had like an 18, 19-point night. Is Haslam retiring with D-Wade? I think he's still sitting there. I'm saying when D-Wade finishes. Yeah, I think he's waiting. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> You've been so disrespectful to Hazel. <laughs> I'm not even gonna get into it. <laughs> I like I like Haslam, man. Shout out to all the Miami people who fuck with Haslam. I know Haslam's like a hometown hero over there. Oh well, Houston beat Indiana. Yeah, I noticed that. I was I that's why I kinda reserved my Indiana uh, praise. Right. Orlando beat Cleveland at the buzzer. Who hit six, who hit the buzzer? Six, man. Uh Wow, wow. Shots fired. Fournier. 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 He's he's actually good. I like him. He is good. He's underrated too, Loki. He can score, man. He can get he can go if you're not guarding him, he'll get thirty. <laughs> and don't yeah, say and don't say though. anybody will if they're not being guarded. But no, I won't. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Because I don't think everybody can get thirty. To be honest, a lot of people say if nobody's checking me, I get thirty. But you gotta actually go out and get thirty. Right, and he's he's been good, a good scorer on every team he's been. Yeah, on. yeah. I mean, I think he's only been on the Nuggets and the Orlando, but he's he was a bucket on the Nuggets. Low key, it was it was behind the scenes as well though. Slept on. Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit's Detroit's stats are kind of wild. Blake twenty four, yeah. twenty five, Jackson twenty five, Galloway twenty one, and like no one else scored. Galloway twenty one, and they lost. Glenn wow. Robinson the third sixteen. He's starting. What happened What's to the go on? the boy? I really like um, the shooter that they got. Kennard? No, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Kennard. He's a shooter. He's a shooter. No, no, no. The uh, the dark skinned guy with like the little fro. Oh, Stanley Johnson. No, he's not a Who shooter. Are you talking about? Dude, he, I don't even know if he's still there. He just got paid a lot though. Um, he's a role player. He's like Bullock? a wing. Yes, thank you. <laughs> From UNC. Reggie Bullock. Yeah, he, um, he's been in the league for a little while too. I remember I used to see him on the Clippers all the time. Yeah, he played. He played well on the Clippers. No, I don't think he did. <laughs> he was. I mean, he was young though. I mean, yeah, yeah, I got you. But he was. He's a... <laughs> he's really starting to like figure it out, and he he looks good. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he said, "No, he didn't. That's wild." <laughs> Let me praise the man. <laughs> no, dude, he, he never got any playing time. When he did, he was he played well. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I wouldn't He's, have I wouldn't have remembered him on the Clippers if he didn't show me something. Right. Um. Can I reiterate how much I think Doc Rivers' cheeks is <laughs> trash? You definitely go for it. Um. CP. Since he left the Clippers, he's been going crazy. Like, I've never seen CP play as well as he does on the Houston. And why? Why is he a bucket now? I think it, it almost seems like he has the same freedom he has when when he was with Doc. But you know what I think the difference is? What? Um, there's not that pressure of, like, carrying the offense. Okay. You know what I mean? Where he still has the freedom to kind of control the game, but he could let somebody else go. For, you know, in, in on the Clippers, and I always hated this 
every time I watched him, it seemed like it was Chris Paul or nothing. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, Chris Paul would get the ball, they'd run something up top, like, to get him a bunch of options, and if you covered all the options, it was just Chris Paul holding the ball for 23 seconds. Oh, yeah. Or, or you know, he run pick and roll, pick and roll until he got a mismatch. Right. Like, that's why they lost in the playoffs a number of times. Right. <clears throat> and he never had the chance to be a catch-and-shoot shooter like he does now. Yeah. Which I, I'm not saying, like, I like that he's there, but uh, they make it work. And uh, he never could do that before on the Clippers. He had the ball. If he didn't have the ball, it was because he wasn't out there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It was Chris Paul or nothing. You're right about that for sure. And it's it's frustrating because like Blake and DeAndre were out there, but I mean CP was still the whole show. Right. Yeah. For sure. And Blake is playing not better, but he looks he looks better, I think. Yeah, I think. I think skill-wise, he looks better, but I don't know if he he's playing better. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think he's I think he's a better player than he was, but that doesn't mean he's playing better. Right. Uh, but he is playing better. I, he is. He's yeah. doing a lot more. He's being more aggressive too. Yeah, and Blake fouled out against Miami too, so that might have been. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, we're at the time. <clears throat> you want to introduce? I don't think it needs an introduction. I thought I'll say this. This song was surprisingly the hidden gem of the album. I would think yeah. I would think this album would have more or this song would have more popularity than it does. Yeah, and I I want to talk about talk about that too when it finishes, but yeah. Okay. Tears when I was 18 So nobody made me but the main streets Cause too many people think they made me Well if they really made me then replace me Homeless to Forbes these niggas bring no stress I feel like Moses, I feel like I'm chosen And if you ain't my nigga then your girl single to me I don't give a damn if a nigga said you knew me Grew up with no father, so nobody ever sent me. My flow too sick, Kevin Costner couldn't touch me. I know you wish that nobody ever loved me. I feel useless when I'm never making money. Well, this the life we always fantasize. Rich folk problem through a Queen Street nigga's eyes. Every time you see me pulling up in the Ventadors, just know we've been grinding on them sidewalks. Show me all the signs. You know 
Say, 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 I come from Myrtle, one grunt late night melee. Say, 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 we hung our summer sprung mattress with baby. Say, 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 tripping off die game, my name strike with payday. Say, 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 flipping blue lightning, tightening strap with AK. Say, 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 OG one told me, one show me, one eight ways. How to segue, pussy power, profit, and headache. I reminisce my life innocence, all life innocent, all life intimate with fame. Limited with like women, dark women, and it all can a good game. She wanna hang with a star boy, the sun and the moon and star boy. Astronomer, anonymous, align them up, we grind them up. It's nine of us, and five of us, a poly fuck. She mollied up, I tallied up all the parts, boy. Twenty legs, arms, head, 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 more head. Oh, God bless the dead. I'm living life, half life. I wear my trophies out to bed. I'm the greatest nigga, white scared to say I wanna rock, I wanna rock, I wanna cop more land. I never stop, I wanna quick advance on the bill. If it ain't one, rape everything. I'm a hustler, came from. song slept on yeah and i really don't know why i would like to know why but seems like with kendrick on it it would be the first one you know the first hit i guess he it wasn't even a single was it no it didn't it just came out of with the album yeah i didn't get that because that's like a star boy like went crazy like the song yeah. Which I didn't get really. It's cool. I, I got it. Help me exp- help me uh get it then. Get what? Why it was <laughs> Why? a hit? Yeah. I mean it was the weekend. He was going he was just transitioning to that like mainstream sound. Right. Uh and yeah, man, it sounds good. I don't know what you're talking about that like you don't get it. It's a <laughs> great mean- sounding song. Yeah, but is it better than Sidewalks? No? I don't think it's as, like, you know, cool, like, creative and unique as Sidewalks, but I understand why it got the radio buzz it did. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I get it. I get it now. Yeah. Um, all right. You, you want to talk about the albums you listen to first before I get into some yeah, news? Yeah, I'll get real quick about the, the one you already mentioned, uh, Metro Boomin'. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I kind of agree with a lot of the stuff you said. It, it, you would think it was, it would be good because of the lineup. Right. But for some reason, the first nine tracks, there's just no energy. There's, everybody just kind of talks and mumbles and it's just boring and nobody really, nobody really sounds excited to be on the fucking album. First nine songs is a lot of songs. <laughs> nine of 13. 
I know, that's what I'm saying. That's that's pretty much the whole album. Right. Uh, granted, I will say I loved the song you played, uh, Borrowed Love. Yeah. Um, I also liked uh, the last two tracks, No More and the Drake track that apparently I missed. <laughs> uh, I thought were both cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like those those four are the only four I I I didn't I include only cool. you. That's that's all yours. No, it's, it's just okay. Yeah. I, I didn't well the thing is once I figured out I liked uh No More and Borrow Love, I let only you rock. Yeah, I got you. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, I let it I let it play. But yeah, Borrow Borrow Love is is that's a gem for sure. Yeah, I think that's the best on there. Um, and it's like the least played, which is crazy. But yeah, man. I mean, by the time I got there, I was like, like I had already knew that it was coming because you mentioned it and you played it, so I was excited yeah. for it. But like, man, Travis Scott's on every other song. Like this, this some of these have to be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, I don't understand. And you think about it. Look at Metro's. Uh, history of working with with other dudes, like with teaming up with guys, right? This shit, this shit sucks, <laughs> right? I just I, let me just real quick. Okay, so we're we're going. Uh, okay, this one this one sucks, right? What? what what was before this? Double with, or nothing? With um with Big Sean? Trash. Yeah. Forgettable. And without warning. Without warning was the the outlier. That was good. Yeah. And then you get perfect timing with Nav. What? I didn't even know that was Metro Woman. I didn't know he did that whole thing. What made him think that? You, oh, let me sit down with this guy. This is gonna work out. Savage mode was okay. Just okay though. Eh, serviceable. Yeah. But yeah, man, I just think I don't know, man. He just doesn't have that like chemistry that you would think he would. Yeah, and you know, I think I don't know if it's because it's Metro. What well, do you, why do you think it is? I I wonder if and I'm speculating. I think that it's different when the artists pick their beats and when Metro gives them a beat and says you get on this. Okay. So I think when Metro's on other people's songs, like Kanye and yeah, yeah, uh, you know whoever he does, I think Kanye picked that specific beat. But for these, it seems like Metro said, "Look, man, I got this beat. You got you working with this one." And I think that that's kind of where the disconnect lies because, like, the artists don't say, "Yo, man, this isn't the beat for me." But I think they're just. They just go with it because Metro said that, you know. Mm-hmm. Opposed to normally when Met- it seems like Metro doesn't miss when it's other people's songs because yeah, when he just pops they're up picking here the song. and there, yeah, and they're picking they're picking that song. Metro didn't say, "Hey, Big Sean, you know, do this and put this on your album." Yeah, nah, you know, Big, Big says, "Yo, Metro, that song, that beat, let me get that," and that's what he works with because that's what he likes. So maybe that's what happens with this double or nothing and not all. Heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad project. It's just, it's just really boring. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's tough to, when it, and when your first nine tracks suck, like you, <laughs> you're not gonna get me excited for the other fire tracks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Speaking of speaking of shitting on albums, uh, there was another project that I mentioned to you. <laughs> this one hurts, man. Oh no. <laughs> this one hurts. Good. Gotta do what you gotta do. I, I you did a you did a good job of uh, staying mum, not not giving away how you felt and what kind of reaction you had for uh, White Bronco. Yeah, go ahead though. You got it. You're first. This shit is terrible, man. <laughs> I had a I had a really hard time. And usually when we agree to listen to shit for the podcast, like even if it's awful, I never skip anything. Right. There was there was tracks here and and every track was pretty short. Mhm. Um dude, by like a minute, a minute 30, I was like, you know, scratching my fucking eyes out trying to trying to skip hurry up and skip because it sucks <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm shocked at how bad this project was you were shocked i listened to him before and did you like um what is it blue chips was that the last blue chip i like blue chips i liked another project that he had a lot mm-hmm. uh, i like his projects are always like you know eight to twelve songs yeah. They're never too long. They're yeah. usually uh there's like a, he has like a charisma, like an energy that there none of that was here. Okay. The songs there was the songs are about nothing if you really think about it. There's no comprehensive like meaning to the album besides a fucking horse neighing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Like, White Bronco had no... He just kept shouting it out, but it didn't have anything to do with the project. Just a horse. <laughs> Dude, I'm not bullshitting. Like, I know, I, I heard it. I know, I know. It was shocking. I, it's just... Yeah, man, he just... Every track comes in, he just kind of talks. And, and granted, his wordplay is cool, man. I like his wordplay. Uh, he he yeah. rhymes some cool things together, man. He's got a good vocab, but like the beats did him no favors. Right. The features did him no favors. And ASAP Rocky was okay, and that was really the only song that I had any fun with. Yeah, and why was it last? Was it like a a bonus? Uh, it or was probably a last like second track. He realized the whole thing is trash. He needs somebody. Yeah, I gotta say, Telemundo is probably the worst song of the year for me. <laughs> I thought okay. that's it was. It wasn't just because it was bad. It was, was annoying. It? Right, like it pissed me off listening to it. <laughs> right, like you know, Lil Yachty's shit was full of bad songs, but none of them were like annoying to the point where I'm like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right it's it's hard man this this project sucks i just you i don't want to shit on it too much because he's a talented guy and he's you know he's a the, the whole chef thing is fire and he's made great projects in the past where does he get his his friends from like who is young mexico <laughs> i couldn't tell you and why wasn't he on Telemundo? That would make sense, right? <laughs> I there nothing on this project made sense to me. Yeah, I I totally agree. Although I do like his wordplay, 
on the, all 26 minutes of this. The way we're talking about it, you would think that it was like a long, yeah. drawn out. Like Every song is under three minutes. The whole album is 26 minutes. And it, that's one TV show. That's a cartoon TV show. The episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's one, one cartoon episode. We couldn't even make it through that. Uh, I mean, I made it through it, but we both made it through it, but it wasn't. I think you put it best by it. It was just talking about nothing. It was random. Yeah, man. It's just... like J. Cole. Uh, J. Cole does this better because J. Cole usually has like a story to tell. Yeah, yeah. This doesn't. It doesn't even feel like an album. No, it, just... it feels like shit he put together in the studio and just threw out there. Maybe he's on his last album. Maybe he's just doing something for the label or just something to you know get a little bit. A little bit more material for the fucking tour or whatever. He left Vice. Did you see, did you see that report? No. Uh, they posted something. Oh, <clears throat> remember the salt guy? The the chef that used to drop the salt all weird with his arm bent funny? Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, on Instagram. <clears throat> so, like, Vice, uh, Viceland put um a meme of like action bronson doing that and it was like remember salt bay well this is him now you feel old yet or something and then action like cursed them out on twitter like bad and uh they said that he was leaving he he said he would take his business elsewhere because he's sick of them disrespecting him he said there's been a lot of behind the scenes stuff going on and um you know they're parting ways he said he he thinks he said they were ungrateful for everything he did for them as far as viewers and stuff, and yeah, he's out of there. It doesn't surprise me, man. I'm, I'm starting to notice uh, we're getting older. Uh, the more, like, jobs and the more adult shit I, I see, <clears throat> man, yeah. people will fuck you, like, over, the, like, the smallest things. I know. People will just fuck you over just for, like, not over like nothing over laziness like they were too lazy so they didn't help you out so like i see people having issues and he's having business issues man like you know it happens yeah um uh, shout out action bronson man keep, keep that horse neighing in the background. Uh, <laughs> i'm not shouting him out because i don't support shitty projects Yeah, go listen to White Bronco, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Yeah. Uh, um, how do you feel about Iggy Azalea getting a porn offer? <laughs> Have you heard? <laughs> no, I haven't heard. But that's I'm surprised that's not a joke because it would be a funny one. It's legit. Wow. Bang Bros. Oh my god. That's really (laughs) legit, too. That's wild. They tweeted her and asked her to come on there. Say what's up. You done with your deal? She got she's off her deal. She's a free agent. So Hey man, you know, whatever you gotta do to get paid. (laughs) 
Right. She'd probably make more money doing that, too. Yeah, she's, at this There's point, she's, she'll do whatever albums. she wants to stay, or whatever she can to stay relevant. Right. Um, we never really got into the Drake thing since the truth came out. Do you want to, or not? There's just not that much to get into for me, man. I'm kind of past it at this point. I am, too. Uh, let's see, man. What other music news is it? I, I gotta apologize again. I was gonna listen to Moneybag Yo, uh, but mm-hmm. just 15 tracks and and Action Bronson shit really sucked, so I just couldn't. I didn't feel like reviewing anything. Oh, did you hear the new Ariana Grande song? No, I didn't. It's it's not a diss. Well, if it's a diss, it's a really nice diss towards Pete Davidson. Um, did you you didn't see what Pete Davidson said on the Saturday Night Live uh, teaser, right? No. Uh, Maggie Rogers was the musical guest, and Jonah Hill was the host. Ooh, fire! And, um, you know they do that. Um, hi, I'm Jonah Hill. I'll be hosting Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah. Musical guest Maggie Rogers, and he did that. And I don't know, like, I don't know why Pete was there, but Pete said, um, hey, Maggie, will you marry me? Hey, Maggie, my name's Pete. Will you marry me? And she said, uh, hi, Pete, and no. And he said, oh, man, 0 for 3. And that was, like, the joke, right? Shot at Ariana, kind of, not really. But um, she tweeted and said, um, man, for someone who doesn't like relevancy, you sure do cling on to it. And that was kind of like the back the and forth. Yeah, they're so they're like it's too nice a beef. Like, but then she released a song called "Thank You, Comma Next." So I don't care. Or next, thank you, something like that. But uh, hopefully, her yeah. next boyfriend leads her to making a better fucking album. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't forget her shit sucked. <laughs> Right, Pharrell, you got Pharrell on half your project, and you still can't fucking make it good. Get the fuck out of here. Right, and another segue. Um, Mac Miller's uh, cause of death revealed: um, overdose on fentanyl, cocaine, and alcohol. A uh, concoction, a mix of those uh, those drugs and the alcohol. So. That is what did it. I think most people knew that by now, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, fentanyl man is taking a lot of lives. Prince, Lil Peep, Mac. It's crazy. People, you know, I don't think we have many listeners on fentanyl, but if you are, you know, you should see. You see what happens. It's Man, I feel like at this point, if people don't learn from, you know, what they see, nothing is going to change their mind about it. Right. You you see it all the time. It's like cigarette smokers. It's the same concept to a lesser degree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Same process. Deaths aren't as tragic, but it is the same process. Um. Uh man, music is is kind of light 
for now. Yeah, I got some movie stuff to talk about. We haven't really talked about movies in a couple weeks. Yeah, I haven't seen any movies in a Nothing? long time. Nothing? You haven't seen I'm... anything? No, I haven't, man. Damn. I have not. But go ahead. Hit me. Uh, I'll tell you. I mean, shit. I saw something awful. I got a shit on a Disney movie. Um, what? Wrinkle in Time. Oh, I did see that. And I've been meaning to shit on it, like, for a couple weeks that I keep forgetting. <laughs> but. That was what super a, trash. What a mess. Oh, my <laughs> God. And yeah. and I watched it. I watched it with my girlfriend, and like, she was kind of in denial at first. She was like, "No, this is good. Like, it looks cool, and you know, they're into this like <laughs> magical world." And I'm sitting there, and I'm also trying to like, you know, be a glass half full guy. I'm like, you know, like this is interesting. What's going on here? And I really like, I really like the dad storyline. Yeah. Like the the connection between her and her dad was really good. Yep. But like, man, the movie's so random and shit just happens and you never really understand like what the fuck is going on. Why is Oprah gigantic? <laughs> uh, like all the the female like characters are so weird. Not the main girl, but like the three guides they had. Right. Reese, and this, Oprah and the other chick. Uh, yeah. The offense to her. The office, office Mindy, Mindy Kaling, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, man, it's just a weird movie. Like, I just I don't really see kids getting much out of it. It's not fun for anybody to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really bad. Yeah, man. I and the thing is, I realized after it ended, like how long it was. Because mm-hmm. I guess watching it, it didn't seem that long to me. But then when I ended, I'm like, man, we're if that movie was that long, like it just, it didn't feel like I was watching a movie for a long time. I don't know how to really put it. Like, I guess that it makes it sound like that's a good thing, but I'm and it I drags. Mean it in a negative sense. Yeah, it drags. Yeah, and then, like the story, I have so many questions. Yeah. Like, I have too many questions than I I, I have like two have. sides. I have questions, but I also don't have questions because everything was so lame i don't really care about it like right yeah and like what was going on <laughs> there's so many times where i'm like yo what is the villain the villain made no sense none who why was the villain? why was michael <laughs> peña in the movie for like 30 seconds waste what's the what is the point of that and why did they even go to the uh that first place the first planet with the little um the little colorful things yeah why were they there i don't know they were like looking for the dad i guess yeah but i mean then they ended up going and see uh who was that zach um was that zach galifianakis in there oh my god i forgot yeah, why was he... He was... Okay, he didn't, like, ruin it. He didn't make it worse. I'll give him that. No. But he, but he was just there. He was just kind of annoying, too. Like, what's... The humor made me cringe. It was so yeah, awkward. It was. It wasn't... It just wasn't good. It wasn't good. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, but... Mm-hmm. At the same time, I, it just... It does suck having a 
uh, talk down yeah. to a Disney. But it's all good. Okay. Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of movies, we talked about Venom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's coming up next? I think Creed Two. Yeah. I'm gonna I be checking out Creed Two for man. sure. I might skip it. I don't skip it. Yeah, you know, I, I just don't want any. I'm done with Rocky. Like, I think the the Creed one was cool. But mm-hmm. I didn't need another one. I really didn't. Yeah, they're, they're I, stretching it. I can see. I see what you mean. I probably will see it. I, you know, I'm probably just saying that now because. But when it comes out, I probably will see it. But at the same time, I really don't want any more. Like, let it die. Some stuff can, be, can die. I agree. They don't want it to, though. That's cool. I'm down. I, I, I got to say, it. like, since we got time, we're kind of out of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Dude, I watched this show on Netflix um, called American Vandal. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. And it's like a, um, it's it's not a, it's just like a mockumentary about high school like events. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's it comes off as a joke, but it's based on a true story. And it's later on, it gets taken seriously. But man, yeah. the second season that's like two different stories. Yeah. And the second season, like the the crime committed is this some kid point poisons the lemonade at a private school mm-hmm. and over forty kids shit themselves. <laughs> and and the way they like show the event, because they kind of narrate it like it happened in the past. Yeah. But they show like, you know, it, like videos of what's going on and mm-hmm. it's it's graphic man <laughs> like is the show good it is it, it, it is it's short That's... it goes by it's eight episodes in a season and they're like 35 minutes yeah so they fly by and it moves at a really interesting pace like it the way uh the way it plays out is really exciting man it's a fun show because i saw i saw a report saying that um, Netflix foolishly cancels American Vandal. Yeah. So a lot of shows are getting canceled. Uh, maybe not foolishly, but quickly. Yeah. Iron Fist, Luke Cage. Well, yeah, we didn't talk about that, right? I don't know. Did we? I think I think I think we did talk about Iron Fist getting canceled. Yeah, I think we mentioned it. But not Luke Cage. I don't have anything to say about it, really. Actually, yeah. I liked. I didn't mind Luke Cage, but it, it I was, was. It was forgettable to me. Yeah, like it, if if it had another season, I would have watched it. But I I don't need another season. I'm planning on watching uh, season three of Daredevil. By the way. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it's I gonna take me some. I'll probably do it in closer to the holiday time, but. Right. And, and the other show I started watching, man, and I feel like you were the one who, who got me hip years ago. Uh, Gotham. <laughs> Gotham is good, man. Dude, it's fire. Yeah. Now, now they have some, they, they ask, or they, uh, they take some chances with characters. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And not all of them pay off. 
Okay. But man, like overall, I think the show is really exciting. I do, man. I, it moves. I, I, do too. I like. Like the ben episodes McKenzie are long, but they move really well. The characters are really exciting, man. All the side characters are really like they have fun motivations and exciting like storylines. It, it's a great show. Yeah, and if you're not a Batman, not familiar with Batman, the show is probably weird. You're right because of how weird the guys act, but. If you like Batman, you get why yeah. all those guys are so weird and creepy and Yeah, I'm I'm about midway through season two, so Okay, yeah. I got a long way okay. to go, but it's it's I'm probably gonna I'm gonna get through it pretty quick. Yeah, I think I'm what it's on season four now? I think four or five. I I'm midway through season four, I think. Okay. Yeah, I haven't caught up with with the T V yet. I'm on Netflix too, so yeah. It's it's good, man. I like Ben McKenzie a lot, and he's he's been writing some of the episodes in season four. Mm. That's not always a good thing, but he's been doing a good job. If he if it is, and um, Bohemian Rhapsody is up new movie. Are you gonna see that? No, no, I'm not a big Mercury fan. Me neither. Like I mean, never it, hit me. Like it's getting a lot of hype, but. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the the guy does a good job, the robot, Mister Robot guy. Yeah. But look, cool it looks like kind of a Oscar Oscar bait. It does, yeah. I'll I'll see it on DVD or whatever. Maybe probably Netflix. Yeah, I'm probably gonna pass for a while. Um, have you uh, are you interested in that Overlord movie? I kind of am. I'm not gonna lie. It's like a guilty pleasure thing. Uh, I like I like zombies, right? But it's and everybody has this problem with zombies. It's so oversaturated. I mean, yeah. there's a fucking between a movie and a game and a show. There's something zombie related every fucking week. It seems like. Yeah, and how different can right can exactly. Zombies? They gave, the I feel like the movies have gone through the the zombie like transition. Like they went from like you know just plain dead walkers to like faster, more aware walkers to runners to fucking like conscious zombies. So where else yeah. can they take it at this point? Right. Uh, uh, that the girl in the spider's web. I I want to see that. It, if I that? get out to see anything in the next two weeks, it'll probably be that girl yeah, in the, I, with the what is it called? The girl in the spider's web, okay. a new dragon tattoo story. Okay, yeah, yeah, they've done that dragon tattoo a lot, but yeah, th- this looks good. I want to see that. I like uh, Claire Foy. She was in um, <laughs> this movie I watched that uh, I saw the previews for on YouTube and you know I I thought it would be bad and it's called Unsane and Jay Farrow is in it oh yeah from, yeah uh, yeah. I've, yeah I know that movie it wasn't bad yeah it was cool I was like okay like based off the trailer I thought it was gonna be trash it's cause it was like kinda contained it was kinda low budget yeah but I really enjoyed it man I was like, okay, yeah, and I, you know, I think I'm a fan of hers now. For that, I'm gonna see what else she does. I think she's gonna be good in that. 
um, dragon tattoo story too. So, what else you got, man? Anything? <clears throat> no, man. I think that's it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, we can end it early. We we had an episode a couple of days ago. Yeah. Oh, real quick. Um, <laughs> hey, you seen the preview for the another the next Robin Hood? Had to end it on a low note, huh? <laughs> Starring Jamie Foxx. It, it looks and, it looks uh, atrocious. And the dude from uh yeah uh, Kingsman. Kingsman, yeah, yeah. I like both of them to be fair. <laughs> you know what the trailers make me think of? What it it looks like a kind of like a copycat of uh the the shitty King Arthur movie that came out. Not like oh, a yeah. year ago. Yeah. The one that broke all those records for losing all that money. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think this movie's going to do something similar. <laughs> With um, Charlie Hunnam. Oh, I think his name is. Jesus. Yeah, Which yeah, an- yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Guy Guy Ritchie directed it. Yeah. Who's directing this Robin Hood? I don't know, Somebody? but... It looks it looks like a carbon copy of that movie, and that movie wasn't good, so I don't know why you'd want to fucking copy it. Otto Bathurst, yeah, I'll pass. Produced by Leonardo DiCaprio, why? He just just helping out, doing doing, helping out a friend probably or something. Yeah, I know he's friends with Jamie, Django Unchained, the history. <sighs> yeah. And you know right. Jamie Jamie got connections all over Hollywood. Right, that's true. A low key. Did you see did you see that little show he had, like the little interview show? Uh, Jamie? On YouTube. Yeah, Jamie Foxx had like a little Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it. It wasn't though. it's not that I, many episodes, but it was pretty cool, man. I watched I did watch um Denzel. I watched the Denzel one. Yeah. I didn't watch any other ones though. Yeah, it was but, cool, man. He had some interesting guests, too. That's cool. I'm glad he's doing something. He's a good personality to do Other something like that. He is. You know what I mean? I mean like, he... I just, I don't mind. You could put him on camera for, like, so many different things, and he'll just make it work. For sure. And we've talked about his, you know, the talent. Yeah. One of the most talented out there. Um yeah, man, I'm glad he's doing stuff. Shazam, beat Shazam's doing. I mean, he's cool on there. Mm-hmm. He's getting in good movies. Well, I I take that back. He's getting in big movies. Yeah. Uh, not good ones. Though. I don't really like. I would be cool if he stopped acting. Actually, I wish he would do comedy again. But it's all right. I don't want to get into it. I wish he picked his movie talk. projects a little bit better. Yeah. Maybe. I think part of the... He's going to be Spawn? Jamie Foxx? <laughs> They're trying again with Spawn? Yeah. Why? Yeah, there's a lot of questionable being made. Jeremy Renner and Jamie Foxx. Please, No. Jeremy Renner was one of the people he interviewed, by the way. They must have already been working on Spawn. <laughs> God, I hope not. He's going to be Mike Tyson. I think he could do Mike Tyson. 
Okay. Groove Tales. What is that? All right. I'm done with this. I'm done with Jamie for the, the <laughs> night, for the month. <laughs> done with Jamie for the month. Yeah. All right. I'm going to hit a gym, man, because uh, I'm tired of talking. Um. Oh, real quick. Is 21 Savage's album coming out soon? It should be. I don't know Not when. Week, it, he's though, been... Right? He's been, uh, tr- you know, mysterious with the release date. Uh, so he wants to surprise us. Yeah, but he's been too. saying fall. So. Okay. Well, um, I I have been saying I was looking forward to Cody Chain's album, and uh, this is one of her singles called High Speeds.
All right. Uh, any, uh, you got any last words? Yeah, um, I'm going to be getting Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't know when yet, but okay. by the end of the month. You going to give a, re- <laughs> a review on it? Yeah, or but so? it's it's probably going to take me a break to get through the game. Right. And I don't know how much online I'm going to play because I'm going to be getting Battlefield for to play like online. Mm-hmm. So. I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, so far I've heard... I mean, nothing but good things. Records and all that, you know. Obviously, you know that already. Yeah, rock star. You knew it was going to happen. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I don't have anything. Yeah, we'll be back. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll uh, see everybody soon. As yeah, usual, we're we go not gonna, We're not going to set a date because, you know, we got shit going on, so... Yeah, for sure. But we'll be back. All right. As usually, we go out on the throwback. Mike, you wanna? Nah, don't don't introduce yeah, it. Just let it run. Don't need it. All right.
Look at me now, hopping out the same cherry six four with the motherfucking top down. I'm the game, nigga. Call your bitch, she ain't home, she a game, nigga. Remember that Dre? You passed me the torch, I lit the chronic with it. Now the world is my ashtray. Riding three wheel motion to the ass scrape, turn sunset into a motherfucking drag race. Now watch it bounce. Hit the switch, let it bounce to the police, shut the shit down. Hit the club. Tell them you came with me. We gon' twist up. In the VIP, it's a new day. And if you ever knew Dre, motherfucker, you would say I was the new Dre. Same Impala, different spokes. Same chronic, just a different smoke. Fit the whole world in the club. Hoppin' and low ride, as long as you got bitches in the back. I turn it into a strip club. Call it a lap dance when the six four bounce that ass. Hit the whole world in the Club. Tell the DJ to bang my shit The West Coast and it's bitch My bottles and twist up Roll up chronic and hash In the blunt, call it aftermath 